You are about to experience the corpse cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 242 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Shane, what a week. What a couple weeks. Yeah. Can you believe it? Two more weeks. It's like it's like, th- like every time I take like inventory of my life on a two-week basis, and it's always on podcast night. It's like, that is so weird, because I do the I same do? thing. It's like, what? Two weeks has already passed. It goes what so hap- fast. What has happened to me in two weeks? Nothing other than uh, ruining my uh, joints and the knees. Yeah. Uh, listening to uh, music and watching movies and, you know. Um, Making videos. Why don't you ever pimp your uh, YouTube stuff on here? Well, you know. You're welcome to do it, of course. Why? Though. Why? Because you don't need it because you're so amazing? Well, no. I No, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, it's, I feel like that's just. that's Weird. Th- this is something, right? Well, s- so is that. And that's something. Yeah, of course. No, that's, I just wonder, because you, you kill those videos. You put out like a couple every, every in week be, in between. Uh, and yeah. I am working on stuff for uh, the channel. Oh, I, I got to be honest with you. I, I have been such a slacker on that, but I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I've been slacking on that. Because, and this is a perfect time just to talk about it. Yeah. Horror, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's get into this first. Right. Episode 242. Right. This episode, we're going to be talking about a pale horse named named Death, their new one from this year. Yeah. Just barely came out from 2019, not just 2018. Right. When the world becomes undone. Yeah, man. And this is a band that I that I really like. I mean, obviously, because yeah. you've got the typo negative, you got the life Didn't of Didn't we do them once before? I'm not sure. I'm I not sure think, if we have. I think way back we did another album from these guys. Many, many moons well, their last, ago. Well, their last album came out in like 2013 or something like so that. So it was probably then. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, because that was still in the early days of the Corpse cast. Yeah. But uh, we're also talking about Enigma from uh, 1982. Enigma, I always, I, I should, I thought, I, I paused there for a second, so I'm like, damn it, I was going to start playing some Enigma. And that would have been great. That would have been- uh, Some uh, uh, Tool? No, so, no. So that's Anima. Oh yeah, I'm talking about. Oh no no, no that was uh, that's a different. Yeah, band. you're losing me. Anyway, anyway. Oh, you mean Enya? No, Enigma. Okay, okay. Enigma. Entertain him. I'm gonna pull it oh, up. Oh, you quick. mean immigrate? No. Yeah, give me give me a couple verses or give me a Enigma. Here we go. Here we go. No, I was right. I was right. Here, here we go. Here's a little bit of Enigma, real quick, just to. Uh, oh, now I vaguely remember. Oh no, we got a we got a commercial. Sorry. Oh, it's on YouTube. God. We got a commercial. Here we go. We're skipping it. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. You never heard this stuff? No, I remember it now. Oh, it's but like sexy music, you know? Yeah, it's like this is this is Bone the Lady. This oh. is Make the Sweetest Love. Honey, the only thing I need to ask you is do you do you want honey? 
or do you want strawberries? Well, how about on your naked body? I've got I've got this candle wax. May I pour it over your naked body? It sounded great relax. when I said that because doesn't of the, he say it? Relax. I don't know. Let's just let it go from it. We're we've, we're already into this. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny is I listened to this when I was in high school to fall asleep to and stuff. So this ended up just basically being the uh, love making music when I would whack it. And now ghosts use it for their opening intro. <laughs> no, they're the Benedictine monk. I'm going to skip ahead. Oh, yeah, he's got that little flute. Because there's a frosh lady who's very sexy. In the video, we've got a lot of, like, we're looking through ancient ruins of... Or the canyons down there. What do they call them? The arches and all that. The Zion. Here we go. I think I think this is it. Yeah. I could just listen to this the whole podcast. I bet you everyone else is like, why don't we just listen to this the whole podcast yes. instead of listening to you jackasses? But oh yeah, I was gonna well, have now that. I, 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 I mix it. I mess it up. I was like, man, I'm gonna go ahead and try to. I'll tell you what. Huh. Yeah, I remember that song. That's what I'm saying. It's a great stuff. Um, but no, no. Here's what I was going to say. The reason I haven't done a lot of videos for um, the channel yet, and I'm, I'm going to do it, but we are just, we're starting the Horror Trivia Touche Tavern. I this, this Wednesday. Up, but it's Wednesday. Yes. Yeah. Wednesday night at 8.30, 3550 South State. And Is uh, it called, what is that place called? Touche Tavern. It Touché. used to be called the Dog Pound. Do they have a banner out front that says Tequila Tavern? Or Touche. Maybe you uh, read it wrong. Okay. But there's a bar right next to it, so maybe that's the one. All maybe right. That's the, one the Touche Tavern. I will be there. You will be there. Yeah. I'm just there to hang out, drink, and film. Yeah, and that and see, and, and that that's the thing. We're gonna I'm we're a gonna we're gonna make that into a uh, we're gonna make that into a uh, um a video uh, for the for the channel. You know how much I love trivia, you guys. I mean, I've done a few trivia videos on our channel now. Blah blah blah. But I think it's gonna be fun. Doing it live, doing it and doing it and doing it well, and <laughs> you should come out. No, you should definitely should come out. Bring yeah. your friends, have your team. Only bring people who are good at horror trivia or not. Yeah, Whatever. you can bring anyone out. Drink specials, prizes, the whole thing. Yeah, and, and I, I want to say this: we're not getting paid for it. We're we're doing it because we like to do it. Doing it for so the fun. We're doing gonna, it. To... We're gonna have fun. I'm not trying to pimp anything where I'm gonna make money, because. That would be ridiculous. By the way, what's the door price? Fifteen dollars to get in? Oh, it's zip around. Zip. It's free. Come Back on down. Back to the old school. That's what Zero. I'm saying. Come in, get yourself a beer, sit down, and do you think you know some horror trivia? Well, yeah. Sit down. I've been sister. I've been writing up the uh, questions, and I'm 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 for the first one. I'm not gonna lie to you. For the first one, I'm trying to make them a little bit easier to try to gauge where we're at as far as like that's it you know. that's legit so yeah. you know a lot of it's just going to be testing stuff out you know figuring out what works what doesn't work but come down it's going to be fun anyway so yeah what, what you been up to man any 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 newsworthy things uh nothing too newsworthy no. uh geez yeah just Dude, uh regular life i realized something that hurt my feelings this week oh my gosh i realized i became old this week you i realized old this i realized week. i was i was old this week all right so Saturday night, we go out to this, uh, uh, it's like a punk rock show, but Dark Lord played, you know, and okay, Steve yeah. and my buddy and stuff like that. Um, and uh, 
so they go and they were filming a, a video, whatever. Tons of punk kids, tons of these young filming a video, and you were like, "I must get in there." No, I stood in the back because the bassist is Jenny's best friend, so she's like, "I want to support," and I'm like, "That's great, let's go down." It was at the Beehive though, so it was all ages, and so there was all sorts of kids right. just running around, right? And uh, two fights broke out, and uh, there was a dude barfing in the gutter, and I remember just looking around, going, "Man, what is wrong with kids what these is, days?" Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, I just realized then and there that I am an old man, and that's fine. Because you weren't the guy that was puking or, yeah. Fighting, no. It's like the, all these little kids, do. I'm not like little. I mean, they're probably in their 20s, but they're all short, except for they have their mohawks up, like foot and yeah. a half and whatever. That's like, what has happened they, to our society? They, they got all done up for the, for, the, for the video, stuff like that. It was fun. But I did go see, I also went and saw, I wanted to mention Harley Poe and Amigo the Devil. Mm-hmm. That's the best concert I've been to. Best show I've been to in how many years? years? I don't know because it's like five years. Would you a, dare say five years? Oh man, I've been. That's to some, I've been to some great ones. I've been to some really great King shows. Diamond territory. King and, Diamond and uh, yeah, King Diamond. When I saw, I remember the first couple, three, four, eighteen times I saw Visigoth were really awesome. Visigoth, Visigoth. They those guys kill it on stage. So it's like you got to keep that there. No, but it was cool because uh, Harley Poe showed up uh, eight minutes before the opening band started and Tuesday night in Salt Lake City was packed and it was it See, was so much fun man dude if you can sell out if you can pack a house on a Tuesday night that's you're, what, you're gonna do all right Harley Poe if you're ever gonna listen to this <laughs> stay indie no that was awesome. keep that money in your pockets yeah because if he can pack a house well, it's on funny a Tuesday night they were the ones that set up their own stuff but, I right. mean it's not like they have like 18,000 roadies putting a stage together right. like Metallica or anything like that one guy you know two people show up they rock the show yeah they get in the car they go there was four dudes one one was playing like keyboards there was a dude playing the acoustic bass uh Joe was there and then there was this girl who was killing it on the washboard you know, it was like, oh, there, that was the only uh, percussion that was there. Yeah. And she was, I mean, it's like, yeah, you think you know how to play the washboard. No, folks. Right. It's not that easy. If you think that you can do that sitting around your house going, hey, look, maybe I'll be, play the washboard. You can't. Go watch her. Go watch her on YouTube with Harley Poe and then go, uh, maybe I'm not good at that. Sounded great. They had so much energy and like they sound, I mean, obviously they sound exactly like their albums and stuff like that. It was, I don't know. I was, a, that was just a super fun show. I was on a Tuesday night, man. That was, I I'm took, telling you, man, if, a, if a, if a indie band like that, if Harley Poe can pack them in on a Tuesday, yeah. Hey, it's not a, it's, you know, he's doing that everywhere. Uh, I hope so. He comes to Utah. He packs him in on a Tuesday. Bang. Here's I'll the thing. It's it. the first time they've Enjoy been here, it. I think. Yeah. And so he, and I was like, so he's like. He's coming. He back. even said he's like Salt Lake City. He's like kind of looking around, like what? It was a lot of people, man. It was cool. It was it's fun. What every band does the first time they come, they're like, "What? <laughs> you guys? Whoa! You guys? <laughs> you guys are the loudest, craziest, funnest time ever." It's because we're all so repressed, man. It's all like we're just so so. We just got to like get our we just got to get our wiggles out. Hey, sorry, we're not uh, San Francisco, <laughs> but we do love good music. Yeah, too. we're crazy here. We're, I mean, the kids are crazy here. That's what I decided. After that punk show, I'm just like, man, they're crazy. They're crazy. Shame. Wasn't it wonderful? It was It was the best. It was Wasn't awesome. it wonderful to be crazy <laughs> once, though? Back in the day, yeah. When you didn't give, you didn't even care about dying or living or anything. <laughs> You're just like, man, I just want to party. <laughs> oh, no. No, that was me like two years ago. That's I've gotten old fast, is what Jesus. I'm saying. Yeah, I've gotten really old really fast. 
Anyway, dude, guess what we got? What? Got some voicemails. Nice. We oh, got I some of that, that stuff. Uh, why don't you tell the folks who are first-time listeners about the voicemails? Well, what we do is we ask you a question, and I put it up on the Instagram and everywhere going, for the love of God, 385-351-9273, you call in with the answer uh, to the question. And what was the question? The question was, which evil character in a horror movie played his or her role a little too good, maybe a little too convincingly for your likeness? We got a bunch of calls. We got uh, got some new ones, too. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's just get right into those. What do you say? I say it's great. First up, we have Redbeard. Let's go. Redbeard. Redbeard. Hey, it's your buddy Red. How's everyone doing? Pretty good. Um. So yeah, question of the episode, which uh, actor's role did they take that shit a little bit too far? <laughs> Creep, creepy. Um, so like off the bat, I want to come up with a couple of funny ones. I'd like to give you guys a few. Oh, okay. Just to choose from. No rules. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a few. Like uh, a funny one I came up with was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and The Revenant, because I think he likes to get fucked by bears. Oh my God, that movie was like. Or him and uh, what's <laughs> eating Gilbert Grapes. trolling for bears. Because he's like, retarded. Uh, you know, certain uh, adult clubs. Ew. Um, get you. I got, I got the joke. Seriously. Um, I'll give you a few. Deranged. The Old movie school. Uh, Old about school. Ed Gein. Kind of a lesser known movie. Um, I think it's it ugly. was based off the book Deviant. We did that Deviant. movie. Anyway, we did do that Robert movie. Scott Blossom. I thought that guy did a really, really good job, but kind of a weirdo. And he's weird looking. And he's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Something about that role. He, he Something definitely about the filthiness of that movie, that too. Um, another Ed Gein related actor, Steve Railsback. Oh, yeah, he did it. He's Gein. kind of one of those um, people that, oh, I've seen him, but I don't know his fucking name. Life kind Force. Of guys, but that guy and everything <laughs> he's in, and uh, everything, he's really good. But in that one in particular, I haven't seen that in Ed years. Gein, I thought he was pretty, uh, pretty scary. And, uh, that's good. He definitely left an impression. But I think for me, the uh, the the cream of the crop, the actor that took it way too fucking far in their role was Christian Bale from The Machinist. Oh yeah, uh, dude. The dude lost oh. sixty three pounds. Remember, he was like a. He said, "All he did I was never smoke saw cigarettes." I saw a meme, by the way. It had picture of never him and the Machinist. Movie. Him in some other movie where he's like a white trash and guy. Him is, uh, him is Batman, and then him is uh, uh, old yeah. uh, Wyoming boy. Yeah. And he said, you can Chaney. tell her. Yeah, Cheney. You can tell her you look like Christian Bale. Just don't tell her which one you look like. He's a great for the day. He went from 180, which is his normal weight, down to 120. If you haven't seen that, he looks like a guy. I gotta watch skeleton. it. It's depressing. And the funny yeah, thing is, like he did that. I, I liked it, but it's just that. depressing. So he had to go. I think it's and a gain, good movie. You know, sixty pounds. Uh, I think one of the screen tests was uh, right after he did the Machinist, and he was still like way underweight. So um, mm. yeah, Christian Bale and the Machinist. He took that shit way too far. Um, it was eight. great actor, incredible movie. That's kind of a really fucking dark, but one of yeah, those man. just ones you have to like see just to skeleton. kind of see how that really? works. You know? I've, I've, All right, I've, guys. Well, uh, 
I hope you all have a, a nice day. And uh, a nice yeah, day. That's, Thank you. that's my answer. So uh, <laughs> thanks, man. I'll talk to you later. That was exactly three minutes, by the way. Exactly <laughs> three like minutes. About to get cut off. No, see, I saw it. I'm like three minutes, and I'm noticed he didn't call back because I mean I can see the I can see the calls and their length and stuff. I'm like he didn't call back. I wonder if he got GP and just didn't realize it. But no, he he did good. I'm gonna watch it now. I I always skim over it and go. Oh, do no, I watch it, this? here's the thing. It's it's a freaking bummer. It is a bummer. That signed me up. Oh, I'm, I'm down man. for that. I love those it's movies. Hard. So it's like, yeah, this is going to. But be it's real. Depressing. It's real. I mean, it's legit. It's wow. I'm not gonna watch it ever again because that's just. Well, hell, now you've signed me up. For, <laughs> yeah, I got. I don't it. remember it being like super disturbing. It was just kind of a you have to see it for Christian Bale's you know character and all that stuff, but. Next up, we got Ty or Die. I, you know what I like about Ty? He calls in early. He always calls in really early to make sure he gets it in and stuff right. like that. I really appreciate yeah. that, man. 385-351-9273. You call in. You call in. Yes. And you do it. <laughs> and he did it. He continues to did it. So here he is. I clicked the wrong button. Here we go. Hey, guys. This is Ty. Um, to answer this week's question, uh, what? I guess actor portrayed um, did their role a little bit too well for comfort in a horror film. I would probably go with um, the 2002 thriller slasher film Maniac. And oh, Elijah! That kind of title to Elijah Wood. Oh yeah, that's good. He's uh, have you seen that? Yeah, he's that dude in the movie. Was, he's just fucking creepy. You know, it's fucking Elijah Wood and his fucking weird eyes. It's the Hobbit. I think you we know, did that one too. The guy that we, we that probably did. Freaking mannequins that he's dressing up and shit he's just yeah that's my that's my pig so you know right, what, guys, thanks. you know what's weird he's a he was a i mean it's still i mean now it, i'm used to it but child star he was in a bunch he's a cute little guy and then yeah he's he's a hobbit he's frodo baggins and now he's got his own horror producing company stuff like yeah, that yeah that's true yeah, he's wild he's wild i love he's it like hardcore into horrors yeah he and loves that it. other harry potter guy which one the oh harry yeah, potter yeah yeah man uh they yeah, call him uh, Harry different. Potter man. He's the Harry, Harry, he's Harry Potter. He went on Nazi, I guess. No. Or was that a movie? Yeah. Did he go on Nazi? <laughs> no. Daniel no, Radcliffe. No, no. Daniel. Only only oh, you would have known Radcliffe. that. Yeah. Uh next we got a new caller. A buddy of mine named Chris. Chris. So yeah, so here we go with Chris. You know, I'm not going to go with like two Particular uh, actors, two guys. And that would be uh, first one would be Frank Vito. Uh, that was mine. Correct, Joe Spinell, Frank Vito, and Maniac. In the Maniac, remember the, the original? In the movie, yeah, the sweatiest movie ever. Oh my gosh, the guy just out of his damn mind. Yeah. Uh, second would be Anthony Wong, uh, especially his roles in The Untold Story and huh. Ebola Syndrome. I mean, oh, he did such a phenomenal job playing some of these are just despicable and just degenerate. <laughs> uh, just all around the nasty guy. So yeah, those, those are my picks right there. Ah, thanks, Chris. <laughs> By the way, uh, Frank Zito, Joe Spinell's Frank Zito is was mine because that dude. We just saw that it uh, cinema trash. I, it was it was two months ago. But see, I'm sorry, my nose is itchy. I'm not trying to pick my nose in front of you guys, but I like like you would care anyway. When he's laying with the mannequins, but he's but he was just. I mean, it's big and he, you can just see the sweaty. In all it, yeah. And the pock marks. Yeah, it's terrible. It's gross. But it's funny because when he cleans up and he like goes, hangs out, he's like the most charming dude ever. He's just like, it hey. still stinks. Even when oh, he you, you the know. thing, you're like, oh, he doesn't smell. Yeah, good, but it was but. Brooklyn in the 80s. I feel like that was pretty he par for the He smells like course. his neighborhood. That's, I mean, you can't. 
It smells so bad there. You can't. I've never. I'm just kidding. I've never been to Brooklyn, so I don't know. I don't even know if it's in Brooklyn, to be honest with you. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm just talking shit. It's in New York, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's in filthy, dirty, gross times, New York. Yeah, but. I heard when you walk down the street, you have to be worried about trash flying in your mouth. Gross. That that sounds terrible. <laughs> Speaking of terrible, we got Steve, drummer for Dark Lord. He called in. Oh, Ooh, finally. Yeah. Dinky dinky do. Here we go. He never calls. Yeah, well, now he does call, so <laughs> he's going to keep calling. Better. All right, I'm I'm phoning this in for your request. <laughs> Finally, and he keeps answering. He... Pause. He keeps answering. Like I'll put it on Facebook, call it in, right? And then people are like, they'll just answer there, and I'm like, mm-hmm. bitch, <laughs> call, call it in. in. Call on. I'm the phone. like, what? You're you not, should like disable comments. <laughs> you're not. You're not following directions. It happens every single time, and I'm like, call it in. They're like, okay, yeah. and they never yeah. do. But it's like, oh, thanks, guys, thanks. But now you're a big star, Steve. He he's. I'm telling the drummer from Dark Lord that he's a big star. So it's like question of who I thought what actor was uh, role was a little too good was Kathy Bates in Misery. Ooh, I think that she is given one of the best performances in horror ever. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. No, he was taking a bow. Thank you. He was taking a bow there. He's like, and thank you. It's true. <laughs> Kathy Bates. Yeah. yeah, she sold that. What was that movie where she got naked in it? That was, uh, I can't remember, but it was the one where uh, Jack, uh, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson was writing to that little African kid. And that that was a little too real for me, if you if you know what I mean. He was but, writing uh, to, to his sponsor or whatever, <laughs> and he, they got in the tub, and yeah, she had her titties out. <laughs> okay. And so, so did Jack Nicholson. He had his titties out, too. <laughs> oh, Jack Nicholson titties. Yeah, he's getting better? old. Have you seen him? Dude, recently? it's literally, he's probably like older than my I, parents. He's super man. He's old, old, but I mean, it's it's showing. Well, that's what happens, man. Not to everyone. To everyone eventually. So, and we have, we also have another first time caller, Steven from the Douchecast. Steve from the Douchecast called him. Oh, my God. And uh, by the way, he, he has a new book out. All right. And maybe I should pimp it right now, but I don't have anything else. Pimp it. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. How to. How to say one thousand dirty words in under a minute? <laughs> that dude, does, that guy's relentless. Uh, that would be so funny. How to how to insult someone in under a minute? Okay, so so here we are. Okay, so it's messed up. Shoot! Oh, he's gonna he's not gonna listen. He well, if he does, I'm a dickhole. Anyway, he put out a book. Look up Stephen Thompson on Facebook. How's that? S T E P H E N. Is it a book you like? Oh, you- I, I I saw that. It was something about the westerns. Yeah, it's a western. It's a western meets Cthulhu. How or, the man? H P Lovecraft or something. It's a nonfiction. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Hmm. Yeah, and he won an award for it too. Yeah, and he's like a number number you, one. You and, retweeted it. Well, I and, know because I'm nice. And you can't fucking bring oh. up the book. I well. I just didn't want to. Okay, for fiction. I meant no. Keep them. Okay, here's the thing. I'm gonna play it and I'll be looking for it. So yeah, he I saw on the Twitter, Mike was going, "Oh hey, ta-da! Here's something from uh, yeah, Stefan Thompson, and it's a his book, and it's about Cthulhu and the Western, the westerns. Western if you like Cthulhu. the old Western, okay, I got it, I got there it. it. Is. Whew, that was hard. Uh, so it's on Amazon, by the way, so you can go right. to Amazon. It's called Incident at Whisper Falls. That's it. Now available. In paperback or on Kindle, go to Amazon.com and search 
incident at Whisper Falls. It the incident. Does it have a synopsis? The incident at Whisper Falls, and let's read that synopsis. Here you go. Gosh, guys, you're really McCray is a bounty hunter who specializes in hunting mystic criminals. Spencer Townsend is a mystic con man who uses magic to commit crimes. Together, they stumble upon the mystery of Whisper Falls, a town that ceased to exist a dozen years ago, and a gang of outlaws straight out of hell. In a town where nearly everyone has their secrets and nothing is what it seems, McCray and Townsend must join forces in, along with the local sheriff, a bevy of beautiful saloon girls and a skeptical frontier doctor, I'm put that. down the supernatural threat. Welcome to Huispa Falls, a new vision of the Old West. All right. There you go. <laughs> All right. And you can go to Amazon and pick that up. Incident at Huispa Falls. Paperback or Kindle. Or Kindle. I might, I might actually buy a paperback because, no, I'm not. I'm gonna get the Kindle. I'm gonna ask for a free one. Just kidding, <laughs> Steven. <laughs> not since really, not really, since not really. you're already on a microphone, dare I say, an audio book version? No, that's what he's do. He's he's planning on that too. Yeah, I would he's, love that. He's gonna read it and stuff like that. But he's but he's like, I just haven't had time to do it. He's a big writer now. He's famous. So come yeah. on, get off his get off his balls. Sorry, you know, <laughs> I'm just a guy there at the beginning. Uh, all right, here we go. Here's Steven. All right, so your question is, what actor played an evil role in a horror film? Uh, I'm going to say, Mike, um, your mom in this CBT video I saw online last what? night. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She was fun- is that CBD video? C- CBT, what's that, though? I thought it was CBD video. No, that that's the kind of weed that doesn't get you high. Cable oh. broadcast television? CB, do you want us to look it up since we are on the internet right now? I assume it's some kind it's of It's a video porn. your mom was in, for sure. So she's, I remember what it is. She's, Never mind. She's Never mind. I remember what it is. Cock and ball torture. Oh. And my mom never did that, okay? So, Cock and ball so torture. So you know. Ooh. You got to talk into that. So I mean, you know, because, <laughs> you know, for you don't know what she was doing. No. She might have had an alias. She's not going as, you know... Mrs. You're Cadaver. right. You're right. I, I, you're right. She might be going as Hot Mama Cadaver, <laughs> or whatever. You know, Juicy Tits Cadaver. Hey, easy. This uh, is my mom's. Come on, Melinda. Cadaver. You know what's funny is I was like thinking. I was thinking to myself. Right. I, I didn't know what. It, I mean, I obviously I knew it there somewhere, but I couldn't remember. I'm going to like Google it, but then I'm like, then I like Stephen said this, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's cock and ball torture. Easy, whatever. And he's being hilarious, too, talking about my mom. This is, I mean, grade A comedy stuff. Can terrifying. <laughs> anyway, no, since uh, you didn't call Dibs, Michael Rooker and Henry Portrait of a yep. Serial Killer. We were talking about this on online. Terrifying. He didn't call in for a while, too. And in just, real life, though, he's a really cool guy, and he'll hang out with you if you bring him moonshine. <laughs> so just wow. a little tip if you're ever at a convention. Take Michael Rooker some moonshine. He likes it as much as I do. Later, bitches. You know what? It uh, the words on this. You know how it like does to text. Yeah. It said later, pitches, and yes. like like pitch perfect. They call them pitches. I thought we. He thinks we we're going to break out in song. I thought, but then that wasn't that at all. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's see. Here is a. Here's an anonymous one. Anonymous. All right. Anonymous. All right. Here we go. Let's check this out.
which evil character played the role just a little too much uh, for comfort. And I would have to say, that would be Monica M. from 1991's Necromantic 2. Oh my gosh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Have you seen Necromantic or Necromantic 2? I've seen Necromantic. Oh, dude. Just watch it. Just just do take everybody take my recommendation and watch both of those cuz they're just make sure that you're alone not because for gross reasons but because you don't want anybody to know that you watched it. How's <laughs> that? Okay, they're both filthy. All right. Beyond belief. Yeah, but he's right. That's gross. Highly disturbing even for someone like me. Uh definitely felt a little uncomfortable as as that scene and those scenes played out. Uh, I still have nightmares. The Butt Right 3000. I forgot about that. The second thing that I wanted to talk about was I heard a a blast from the past of Shannon Tweed. Wow. Yeah. Let me just say I enjoy workout videos with Shannon Tweed. (laughs) But that doesn't compare to my all-time favorite and my pinup girl, Caitlyn Jenner. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Let me just say, okay, well... He's breathing oh, so hard. Jesus, Caitlin gets it. Uh, uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. This is, oh, he's climaxing. Oh, yeah, Caitlin. Okay, Caitlin. Caitlin, oh. <laughs> well, I better go. Yep. I definitely enjoy the podcast. Most time, I'm trying to clean this shut up. Well, we'll see you later. <laughs> That's, you know. Satan it, called in. We made it. It's always that way, isn't it? When you when you're coming to the climax, you're like, "Well, I better go." <laughs> well, you don't. Uh, well, you got to clean up, uh, so it's like, you don't. Uh, you got to. You don't want to sit around and talk to people when you're. You with every s- second, you become less able to move freely. Yeah, if you know what I mean. But uh, and I think Satan. you do. Satan. Satan called in. But uh, okay, so we got Captain Canuck next. Here he is. Which evil character? Oh, I should say that this is. Captain Canuck from the Great White North calling, but your question being which evil character in a horror movie played his or her role a little bit too good, obviously there's going to be the generic answers. There's going to be Jeff Goldblum from The Fly and Kurt Russell from The Thing and mm. Sissy Spacek from Carrie, and all of those are worthy, but let me let me offer these three. Okay. Let me offer George C. Scott and The Changeling, the 1980s. Oh, shit, I haven't seen that in a long time, actually. Ghost film. Uh, let me offer, uh, Terry O'Quinn stepfather. from the stepfather yeah. from yeah. 1987. Yeah. That one's going to be a little bit hard to beat. And I will, uh, that's a good one. That's see, I will one I throw in, uh, Isabel Adjani in possession, a 1981 film. I think, uh, all three of those outperformed their role and did exactly what you're asking for. And that's it. Goodbye to you, sir. He didn't even say a oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. But no, you know what's funny is Elizabeth and that's Johnny. Good. I yeah. forgot that she is nuts in that. Like she is nuts. You know what that reminds me of? Uh, oh my gosh, Irreversible. Yes. yes. And it's a little bit because she kind of reminds me of Monica Bellucci a bit. But that was a little too real for my liking. By the way, that's not my answer. But it's like, yeah, yeah, that was wicked, man. That one was. That was that movie was too much for me. I think. I watched it once. I ain't gonna watch it again. Problem is, I bought it, and I'm like, just like blindly. I like, was that the? Was that the? I mean, bear with me, but was that the movie where the very beginning is the was end? in that weird, sexy yeah. that thing where they bash the dude's brains yep, in uh-huh. with the yep. the fire, fire hydrant? Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. 
Yeah, that yeah. entire movie was like, oh my god, we are <laughs> on a fucking roller coaster to hell. What movie is this? Uh, Irreversible. I've never heard of it. Oh my, of course not. And the beautiful. How long ago was it made? Monica Bellucci, uh, yeah. mid two thousands, around there. So you it's, think it's, it's worth been, a watch? I would say definitely. I'm never gonna yeah. watch it again, but you gotta watch it. <laughs> so it's like. It's worth watching, but you'll go, ah, scrub my eyeballs. There's a lot of like stuff it. in there that you're just like, oh my, that's not ever leaving my uh, And we brains. did that on the show. Yeah, we did. And we yeah, did a that, lot of these. That, yeah. that first scene is one of those where you go, oh my God. But he's like, oh, and it's so real looking too. Yep, and that totally. didn't, that didn't. Uh, Irreversible. Hurt. Irreversible. Yep. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. I can't remember. I'd have to look up the guy who directed it though, but he's got a ton of just like, like freaky shit, like the French stuff. But all right, uh, next up, Don and Ellie called back. All right, here he is. Hey, it's Don and Ellie again. Um, in response to this week's question, I was going to say the serial killer in the film Cold Fish. Oh, it's a Cold Japanese Fish. film by Sayon Sono. I've seen it. So I don't really know what the actors' names are, and I'm not even going to attempt to racially butcher their names. Nah, that's fine. But the serial killer in that movie is absolutely Cold Fish. terrifying. I've seen it. It's he on Shutter. I think I just haven't watched it. Plays the owner of a fish store, and ends up killing people by butchering them in this remote cabin, and then feeding them to lake you know, feeding them in the lake nearby. Nice. But he goes from just being this happy-go-lucky, completely normal guy who, generous, well-liked in the community, absolutely friendly and outgoing, and then turns around second on a dime, and it just gives you a stare that shins, sends shivers down your spine. Hmm. Yeah, I got to check that out. the glee that he uses to torment the guy in the movie is just insane. Huh. And if you haven't had a chance to see it, no, I gotta see it's it. on Shutter. Yeah, that's what I absolutely worthwhile. And guess what? Let me Shut tell you why I know that because usually when I'm laying in bed, I'll, I'll throw a movie on Shutter. Right? We have that little TV in there, and if it's got subtitles, I just can't watch it because I'm yeah. too blind. You know? Right. So now we fix that. Yeah, so now to, I can watch all yeah. that shit. It's gonna be great. But that's my choice because. I am completely terrified of him, and he's a frail sixty-year-old Japanese guy. So, yeah, that's uh, my choice. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, I got to check that out. I've, like I said, I've seen it a bunch of times. Like the, like, see, that's what it, I like is getting like these wait, movie. What did he say? Movie Cold reviews. Fish. Cold oh, Fish. Gotcha. Not Goldfish. That's yeah, yeah. uh that's a delicious snack for children. No, those are called uh, Goldfish. Goldfish. No. Cinnamon fish. No, what? what They're goldfish. Don't you like those cinnamon fish? Nothing, I don't know that I've had no cinnamon such fish. There's thing as a cinnamon fish. They've been around forever. The cinnamon fish. They've been around since 1972. No, you're talking about the gummy fishes or yeah, something. No, we're, so we're talking Swedish about little fish. crackers. So Swedish fish. Yeah, but there's a... Swedish fish. Yeah. Did you call them... Cin- you called... Yeah. I call them cinny yummies. Like I used dicks? to say, Mama, <sighs> give me cinny yummies. Rick, Ricky likes fish dicks. You like fish dicks? I like fish sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's see. Marcus called in. Marcus from uh, the Windy City. Do fish have dicks? Oh, the Shy Town. They call it Shy City. Shy City? Shy Town. I know. I've seen a shark dick. Stay out of South Chicago, bitch. If you know anything that's good for you. Why? What's going on? Oh, just the same shit. Different day. Right. It's just just me. I say, watch out if you ever come down to Shy Town. (laughs) 
Oh, oh yeah. South side of Chicago. It'll be, it'll Shit, be, we'll we'll send you under the ground. I grew up in Farmington, Utah. I know what it's like to grow up in a rough area, all right? Stay strapped. Always. All right, so here he is, Marcus. Hey, Mike Shane and Sweet Baby Rissy. It's Mark from hey. Chicago calling in for the question of the episode. Um, who played this character or her character a little bit too well in a horror movie? Um, I picked... Christian Bale's character in American Psycho. Yep, that, you yeah. know that was one of mine. Um, did yeah, very good job. I'm getting ripped off here. Very believable that sure. he was severely deranged in the head. Yeah, that dude yeah. was psycho. And uh, it was actually I mean, a really good movie. I like it a lot. All right, guys, you have a good one. Take it easy. Bye. Thank you, Marcus. Didn't they yeah. do a sequel with William Shatner? No, they did a sequel. Well, I don't know if William Shatner's in it, but they did American Psycho two with Mila Kunis. Really? Yeah, yeah, That's dude. Where she he played the. Like I've never seen it. I've she never seen it, so I can't. I don't have I any. I swear that William Shatner was in it. He might be. I don't know. I've ne- like I said, I've never seen it, but I would love I didn't that. See it either. We got one. And the bongos. We got one last. One. One left. One final. And uh, the final. The Finn. So you don't know who the Satan guy was? No, we'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Tony Zoni. Here he is to finish us off. Z-Man. Oh, the Zoni. Bam, Bamboni. Hey, Mike, this is Tony out in Arizona, and I will say hello to my sweet boy Shane and the precious little baby Ritzy. Oh. <laughs> uh, question of the episode from a couple of shows ago was, what was the worst decade for horror? Uh, I don't know. The 90s, there was a lot of stuff in there that was pretty bad, but there was some stuff that was in there that was pretty Here's Here's the thing, and I was thinking about this after, about you this can't. question. You can't, well, you can't have that, can you? You can't say from 90 to, 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 well, no, not, not exactly. But here, but here's, here's my take on it. It's like, it depends on where you're coming from. Cause if you're like, how many shitty movies were there? Yeah. The nineties, there were a ton of shitty movies, right? Right. 2000s, there's a ton of shitty. And that's what I'm saying. But if you look at it from how many great movies were there, it's like, you can find, well, the eighties were, they, well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. But that's like my favorite, you know, uh, like like hobgoblins. I watched hobgoblins the other day, yeah. and I'm just like, wow, that is a piece of garbage. But I look at it from the more positive side. But look what it gave us. It gave us this, 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 this. So I right. think it depends on where you're coming from when you think about that question. And so I see why people can disagree. And what what age you are? That's because, true too. You know, That's if true. you're if you're coming in and you're like a limp biscuit, rage against the machine, <laughs> you're like, man, that was the greatest. You know, yo yo. Era. Is that what they say? I, I mean, I was alive. I mean, I was a little older than uh, than uh, the kids those days, but uh, no, there, there's you nothing know. wrong or with Or if you're like some old motherfucker that's like 1940s, oh, they're great. They're, it's the greatest fucking, you know. That's why we. That's why there's no right answer. There's no rules on this right. podcast, right? I like that. No right answers. There's no, I mean, there's, because these are all, anyway, yeah. people understand what I'm saying. Uh, sorry, Tony. Good too. So it's kind of hard to say. If if I had to kind of draw a line in the sand, I'd probably say that, or maybe even some of the stuff from the fifties. Now I know there were lots yeah. of uh, horror movies and things like that, but a lot of them were uh, a little camp or. Um, not necessarily what I would call kind of like true horror, since a lot of those things were kind of made for kids. Yeah. I enjoy a lot of this stuff from the 50s and love a lot of it from there, but I don't know that I would 
categorize those things as true, like horrific or horror type movies. So, so it's all it's uh, all up see. to you. And then I think for the next question from uh, last episode, which I haven't listened to yet, I did see the thing on Facebook though. Gotcha. Which was uh, something about who played a part that was kind of did it too well. And I, at, at first what popped in my head was, oh, what's his name with Silence of the Lambs? Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. But actually, the more I think about it was Michael Rooker when he did Henry Porter of the Serial Killer. I ding, really, ding. that... That's, that's two for that. Really, really kind of freaks me out, and it's very disturbing. It's a, a really good performance. So if you guys haven't seen that, yeah, that's one it. I'd recommend it's you go gross, out and uh, check out. Yeah. So, other than that, I think I will talk to you guys next time. Big kisses for everybody. Come on, come on, come on. Three come on. kisses. So nice. Adios. All right. So, so a couple for Rooker. And I, you know, I usually write down quite a few because I'm like, I'm going to, you know. And that was also the dirty times of the uh, faces of death and shit. And that oh, yeah. movie looked like, oh, oh you're feeling. They're actually. That's like found footage shit. Oh, they're actually filming. This is like real. You know what? Looking. Some of that was fake, but I swear there was. I swear seeing like a, like a Middle Eastern. They threw a guy in a pit and just shot him to to execute him or whatever. And I'm thinking, I felt like that was too real, and I was too young to watch that too at, the, at that time. Uh, oh the yeah, way. they so had little like, bits of that in those faces of death, but that was that same kind of yeah time where it's like. So oh. I feel like that was real. <laughs> yeah, right. potentially so. that magician <laughs> that magician that fucking is like dude he's got knives over his head and uh -huh. the candles burning the rope no way i can't I don't even remember this stuff but. and then but we had the vcr and we're like dude it's fake because <laughs> you could just bring it back no but like, bud dwyer was on one of those that's where i saw bud dwyer that's, for the first time and that's real yeah, yeah, that was that's too much. That that was that was that messed me up a little yeah. bit. I feel what's like. yours? What's your answer? So I wrote down quite a few. Um, I did have Christian Bale as Patrick Bateman, uh, Joe Spinell. I had Michael Rooker, but here's the one. Here's the one that nobody got that I thought people would get, and I feel like this actually has a lot to do with the way this guy looks, the film that he was in, and the way the film looked and felt. But I'm talking about uh, David Hess's Krug in Last House from the on the left. From 1972. Oh, yeah. Uh, that guy, I believe that he was a sleazy killer. He just the look on his face and stuff. Yeah, that whole movie was dirty. Yeah. It was like, oh, that, God, that's the, this guy. I do have uh, I do have a couple of, uh, I do have more. I'm going to keep going if you guys don't mind. Go. I have Rucker Hauer and the Hitcher, that old one. I saw that before I knew he was like a big star, and so I was just like, oh, shit. I, I kind of believe that one a little too much. Mark Duplass in Creep and Creep 2. Oh, yeah. That guy, that I feel yes. like, is insane, you know? That would be my ding, dude. Yeah, because he was creepy. Yeah, he was. I mean, I did not even think about that, but yes, that guy in that whole movie, <laughs> even the very end with the... Yeah, was yeah. like, my <laughs> God. <laughs> did you know I never uh, finished the number two? I started watching it. I think oh, yeah. I fell asleep. It's um, good, but, but, but you remember the part it. where he's like sitting in the lake and he's having that girl film him, and he's like, "Oh, the light," or and this stuff like that. Yeah, he was so neurotic. I'm just like, <laughs> "What the shit?" This yeah, guy is that's, freaky, man. That's pretty damn good. I have uh, Chow Min Sik in "I Saw the Devil." Remember, he was in. Uh, uh, I think he was in Old Boy too. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So yeah, those yeah. two guys, and uh, uh, or, no, sorry, the, that like, one guy in those two killer roles. in that one. Yeah, yeah. And I have one more. And this is a new one. Whoever played the clown dude in Terrifier? 
Because that was a creepy. I feel like yeah, that was a creepy one. Fuck, you got some good ones. I yeah. thought about it. I thought about it a lot. I thought about it long and hard. Yeah, that guy did a pretty damn good job as that clown. Yeah, I mean, he just he was creepy, man. He, he gave me. It made me feel a little uncomfortable. I'm like, let's take a selfie. Hey, <laughs> we're gonna take a selfie with yeah. this clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, are you? Yeah. Well, good luck with that because you're about to get hung upside down and split up the middle. How's what's that? Your, what's yours? I was what's gonna it? say. Um, uh, Matt Dillon in the uh, house that Jack built. Yeah, I thought he, he did a creepy. great job. Yeah, I like that movie too. That's probably yeah. one. Of, I mean, it's, it, that's a very controversial meaning. I mean, not controversial, but it's like it's very divided. The opinions on that are very divided. Lars I von Trier it. is every, every movie of his is very divided though. Mm-hmm. That, I feel like that was the most kind of mainstreamy one, the easiest to watch. But remember Antichrist when good old uh, Green oh, Goblin yeah. whipped out his ding dong and got it. Uh, yeah. How yeah. about that? Yeah, terrible. Gross. What are yours? That was some pretty good acting, right? No, that yeah, that was... Yeah. Someone takes a log and mashes your weenie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty good acting. Uh, I, 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 I say oh. Jack Nicholson in The Shining was was. That's intense. a good one, man. Yeah. yeah. And also, uh, I know it's not horror, but Heath Ledger in... Uh, yeah, that's uh, a good one. Yeah, in, 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 as the Joker. The Dark Knight, yep. And as a, uh, you know... And I totally agree with this. Hereditary, Tony Collette. Yeah, she ruled. And there's like she some Twitter nuts. outrage of like, why didn't she get you know called up for an Oscar? Why are that? people shocked year after year after year that great horror movies don't get Oscars? Because I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because they never do, and people are assholes about but it. But I'll so tell you kinda... what, man. She is fucking disturbing and crazy yeah, in that movie. The, yeah, she totally looks insane. And it's, yeah, she she's wonderful in that. And you can see it like as it, she progressively starts to like get worse. Yep. Well, as shit starts happening in her <laughs> right. family. It's like, of course, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, how could you deal with this as a parent? Blah blah blah. You know. So, thank you guys for calling in. That was awesome. Yeah. We got a, every call was amazing. We got a lot of answers that I wasn't expecting. And yeah. And keep calling in. So, especially this next Don't one. Don't stop. So we're we're talking about Enigma from 1982. And there's a song in this movie. Hold on, I'm gonna play it for you guys. Okay? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, let me just let me just play Is this. Is it the opening song? Hell yeah! Hold on, let's just play this real quick. And I just just a taste of it. How's yeah. that? So hold on one sec. Yeah, give him a give him a little taste. Just let it wash over you. And as that plays in the background, let's talk about the question for the next episode. This totally, I was just like, I'm not, I've never seen Enigma before, so this is the first time. And yeah. what a way to kick it off with that song. They're dressing up a girl, stuff yeah, like that, yeah. all pretty. You're not like, sure what's going yes. on. Not sure what's going on, but I'll tell you what. This like was like, I wonder if this is a single. So I went out and I, I Googled the song, and sure enough, Douglas Meekin, Head Over Heels. And that's his song. Is that his only song? It sounds I have like, no idea. Uh, I have no idea. It sounds like old uh, Solid Gold Lady. What was her name? Dionne Warwick. Dionne Warwick. It <laughs> sounds like Dionne Warwick. It's a dude. It's a man? Yeah, it's a dude. Douglas. All right. <laughs> You're, all right. So, question for this episode. What are some of the most amazing singles from horror movies that you've listened to? Oh. And 
I know everybody's going to call in and say Dream Warriors by Dawkins from Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. So you're... But let's take that off the table because that's the obvious one. Right. That's, uh, that's the greatest song. When you say singles, do you mean like it was in like... Just in the movie? Well, no, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, just like a song. Not necessarily the soundtrack, but just... And kind of a can song. we take another one off? Yeah. Take off uh, uh, whatever it is. Love, uh, whatever it was. The drill in the head fucking... Uh, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the drill in the head... So, uh, uh, what's it called? Love bites. Uh, love. Uh, love hurts. You know where the you chick, are... the the chick at school, she takes the guy and she drills the whole. Oh inside. no, you're you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about uh, you the loved that ones. One the the one loved that, ones. It's. Uh, am I not pretty enough? enough? Yeah, take that one out <laughs> too. Oh, man, that sucks. I I would I could I should have come up with that one by the way. Anyhow, so that's the question of the episode. Call it in. Leave a message. Three eight five three five one. 9273-385-351-9273. Shane, what do we One. got next? Let's get into some heavy rock. Okay. Some heavy uh, doom rock. Okay. This With, is still playing. I don't know if you notice. Yeah, I like it's, it's I like scary. it. I like it in the background. <laughs> All right, what we got? What song are we playing? Uh, what's the what's the name of the band again? A pale horse, A pale named, pale horse Death. named Death. Let's get into it. What song do you want to play? Uh I'll pick any one of them. Lay with the wicked. Yeah. Let's do that one. And we will be right back to talk about it.
The band formed in 2011 in Brooklyn, New York City. You know where that is? That's in New York City. Hey, let's, uh, hey, let's go. Let's go to New York City. Yeah, you got it, baby. By one Sal Abruscato, formed, uh, former drummer of Typo Negative, whom I met. Huh? Uh, and Life of Agony drummer. That's where I met him from. I saw Life of Agony. It's funny. This summer, I met... Uh, oh, shoot. I just dropped his name from... Ty- the drummer from Typo Negative. Johnny Kelly. Johnny Kelly from... Uh, now he's drumming with Danzig. Isn't this going to be interesting here? Because Johnny Kelly this. is the drummer for is this band. Is the drummer for this band. But Sal Abruscato was the original drummer for Typo Negative and the drummer that traded places when Johnny Kelly joined yeah. Typo Negative. He joined... Life of Agony, now singing and playing Didn't he start guitar. with Life of Agony? Gosh. Remember River Runs Red? Sorry, never mind. Yeah there, was a, yeah, there was a weirdness there where it was like, this guy was in the was the drummer, and then they, the drummers just switched. Okay, okay. Right? No, no, I mean Sal Abrascato. I thought he started... Um, I thought he in started typo. with... I thought he started uh, with Life of first, Agony, too. He's on the first three typo albums. No, I, I know that. I just... Uh, I'm wondering about life. I love Life of Agony. River Runs Red. Yeah. It doesn't well, get better I love than that, that for album. my money. I love that That's album. it, yeah. I mean, no, they came out with one in the mid-2000s that was really good, but it didn't have the same like bolstering yeah. little Italian voice. Which which is very interesting to say that that album now, River Runs Red, you're yeah. like, whoa, that is telling some stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, dude, that's some... That's like that's really, that's like, a, that's like literally one of those albums you go, huh, well, that that's... You know when bands go, hey man, you know I was just uh, writing shit about my life. Yeah, that one. It's like, uh, yeah. There's well, if you remember, they had like songs called Monday or something like that, where it was just his mom screaming at him. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'll get off the couch. I mean, oh yeah, you know, I don't yeah. know, I don't do a very good uh, Italian. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna get off the couch, man. <laughs> give me some spaghetti. <laughs> give me the spaghetti. <laughs> By the way, Sal Abrascato, Mr. Roboto. I just yeah. wanted to say Sal Abrascato, Mr. Roboto. <laughs> Who didn't want to say that? For I, sure. I have been saying that. Uh, now singing, uh, Sal Abrascato now singing and playing guitar. Wow. Uh, here's, this is where we're coming back to your Johnny Kelly from Typo Negative is actually on the drums. A gothic doom metal diary for Sal's inner self. His thoughts, <laughs> his experiences. What happens to those guys, man? His nightmares. His life. Apparently, Brooklyn's really rough because. Uh, have you, yeah, I've never been there, so it uh, seemed well. Brooklyn, all the horror movies. If it's in Brooklyn, <laughs> man, you're in a world. Of I just shit. remember uh, Johnny Kelly on the uh, uh, something after dust, a typo negative video. He's standing out October of rust, October of rust, and he was just like, "Yeah, I live in Brooklyn. It's not a very." pretty place to look at <laughs> and uh, i'm like yeah I, everyone's depressed there too apparently so by the way if if anyone wants to find josh from typo negative he may be the guy that uh is in the ambulance to uh pick you up when you're having a cardiac arrest because he is now an uh, emt in Brooklyn, New York. Josh. Who? Josh Silver. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. He so is. wait a second. One of the greatest bands in the world who uh-huh. ho- should have made billions of dollars is yes. now. He, maybe he does. Maybe this is maybe he's just like, I want to get I want to give back. You know what I want to give back to my community. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's it. I hope that's it. 
It's not it, but he is. At, <laughs> yeah, he is now a EMT, and you may be going, "Holy fuck! I'm having a raging fucking heart attack." And you it's see Josh him, like, Silver standing over you, going, "Hey, take it easy. We're gonna get you there. You're gonna live, and you're gonna enjoy your life." Well, gee, you know, it's funny speaking of that. I know I'm talking a lot. Sorry, but uh, Peter Steele, who has said, "You know, you know what? I would what be. Did he say? I would be in two years. I would be." Uh, Retiring from the parks and uh, whatever yeah. from Brooklyn, parks and recreation, and I would was, uh, and I would have a, a pension, but uh, pension. no, I decided to do this, and now I got to keep working. That's sad, man. You that know sucks. what he also said? What he was Jesus Christ <laughs> there at the weird end where he was. On no, no, the, no. On whoa, the whoa, 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 whoa. How do you he know goes, he's not? I'm Jesus Christ. How do you know he wasn't? Well, that's true. I'm just saying. I I cannot. We ought to do carnivore. Nor one of these. One of these. Oh, we should do carnivore. Good. Yeah. Anyway, right. sorry, man. All right. Before I were so rudely interrupted. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> a pale horse named Death. Listen up. You can like him on Facebook, Instagram, A P H N D. Twitter at H P A P H N D. Sorry, officer. Official <laughs> website, a pale horse named Death. Dot com is where you can find this band. When the World Becomes Undone, released January 18th, 2019. That's right. It's That's like brand, last week. Brand new album. Uh, third studio album, 13 tracks, 62 minutes on Long Branch Records slash, you know, the big boys, SPV Records. Yep. Who's who's on SPV? After uh, Roadrunner dumped, or Tabanagia dumped Roadrunner, they went on there. And then you've got the other that was on uh yeah, that's right. SPV Records. Because they had some on his label, and then they went to SPV. Yeah. So oh what say you? What do you think of this uh, crazy doom rock, goth rock? You want to go first? Ricky? Um, yeah. It was not my thing. Is that all, you, is that all the wisdom you're going to tell people? <laughs> that's it. Ricky sitting here is like, it wasn't my thing. I thought it was kind of boring. I didn't like the vocals. The main, The title <laughs> track, well, I thought was kind of catchy, and I, I enjoyed. But... I gave it one listen through, and I was like, I'm done. Oh, why are we even talking to you about this thing? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I would be curious, what is your thing? Oh, no, Ninja Sex Party and I, uh, I, Bowling I, for Soup. Hey, I enjoyed I enjoyed lots of- Do you like I'm not punk? fans of Bowling for Soup, by the way. Why not? They're great. Um, And the Ninja Sex Party is just because it's funny. But- what I about like, that? There's what lots of music you guys have. That, hey, there's lots of music you guys have ha- had me listen to that I enjoyed. What are you talking about? The last one, the one before. I'm just saying this. What one was the was one just, before? Um, that's what I thought. The, oh, the mustache. Mustache was the last time. I'm saying what was the one right, before you, that? You gave that a. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, the one before that. There's was, no. There's no pleasing Ricky, man. It's like. I'm, it's like I, you could I, come I'm, home, make him a giant turkey dinner, and he'd just be like, "It was all right." <laughs> I know. I'm curious. He wouldn't even what pretend. Would... He wouldn't even be like, "Hey, man, thanks." That was I awesome. would love to see no, you. Not like, true. It's like, fuck me, man. I just is, made you this thing. I would over, love to see you on fire. You're over exaggerating. I would love to see you on fire for a musical group where you're like, <laughs> you know what? The next episode is Ricky's pick. <laughs> Ricky, it's your no, pick. No, Ricky, no, if no, you no. pick a shit, we're gonna dump all over you. <laughs> no. no, I'm so talking. No, no, I'm saying no. No, it's yours. And nope. I'm saying, I, you you got to sell me, baby. Because <laughs> we keep trying to sell you. I don't listen to fail. any more new music. Like, what do you listen to? I don't. It doesn't really. have to be was, new. I don't. No, what is I your, don't want that responsibility. 
What? You just we're putting go, ourselves no, I, on the line yeah. every single episode, and you sit back and say shit. Yeah, like, you just it was a muthu. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> I was not my talking shit, shit on it. I'm not saying it was terrible. I Ritzy, didn't, welcome I just said, to the new age. I, and no Im- Imagine Dragons, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, yeah but you get you get a pick the next. All I'm bad. saying is it was not my cup of tea. When's the last time you had a cup of tea? This has been a long time. And how do you know? Get off my dick here. Anyways, Mike. Okay, so I have a long history with APH Indy. Okay. Because, you know, I mean, remember when Typo Negative broke up, or not broke up, but Peter still died and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. You had a couple other bands, like you had uh, Get it. Hickey with uh, uh, seven, oh, uh, so, seven seven, Void. Seventh Void. Yep, you're right. Seventh Void. Seventh Void. And I gave that a shot, and I was like, Oh, it's good, but it just not hit me in the jangles. Right. And uh, their first album came out, and I was like, actually, this is pretty good. But they really hit me with their second album. They The, the second album, they had a couple singles like, Don't much feel like living today, or whatever. But then they had that song called Killer by Night. Hey, little girl, you better run from me. You bad. So I'm doing yeah, it all. Yeah, That's yeah, it. yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. The, but here's the thing. They had a lot of great singles in the in the in the uh, the songs that weren't those. They were good, and I feel like you kind of have to be into the. I had to listen to it a bunch of times to to really appreciate some of those. No, I don't want to say fillers, but the ones that weren't the like the big hits for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I can listen to that like because it's it is very slow. It's very doomy. The whole thing and the vocal, you gotta go. Okay, how how am I supposed to? It almost you know? it almost sounds like a li- like they're trying to be type. I mean, th- this album too. There's a lot of typo negative stuff. There's even like uh, yes, you remember there. Remember in uh, Summer Breeze or what was it, Summer Girl? She sets me on fire when they're like Summer Girl. La, yeah, there. La, la. Yeah, there's. They some... have that in this in this new album. But what I'm saying is, is I, I the, the second album's my favorite still, and I I can't remember what it's called. I probably could just go like this. And, yeah, and look, swing at it, it over to your little swing lay my top. soul to waste. And you know they had they had uh, Shallow Grave. Bury you in a shallow grave. Killer by night. Yeah, you know uh, a bunch of other good ones, and uh, but the 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 uh, the longer ones, the the slower ones that took a long time to get into. You know, this this was this was exact same way with me. The only difference is, is that I only had a week to listen to it. I really liked it. I liked the I liked the sound. I liked the the dreariness of it. I, I'm never going to Brooklyn. I feel like I'll just get all bummed out and walk around, dye my hair black. Wait, never mind. I uh, won't be able to do that. My back hair black. <laughs> you can dye your beard black. I can dye my You've beard done black. that before. That's true. You yeah. can put your face in black. <laughs> in Brooklyn, I'll walk around with, in blackface. That's a great idea. That's a great idea anywhere. You know, I feel like I feel like that's just a fun joke. No, but I did, there was a lot of songs like When the World Becomes Undone, like you were talking about, it's a great love the ones you hate lay with the wicked. Yeah. The one we played is awesome. Yeah. There's one thing about these Brooklyn bands though. Life of agony. Does it Typo negative? Did it? Uh, these guys do it. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm kind of You're gassy, up but so that's what typo does to you. That's what, that's <laughs> what uh, a pale horse, you know, but so what they do is they'll have the, they'll have like silence or just like, like you'll hear little things that go on for like a couple minutes in the middle of the album or like at the end of a song or something like that. And it's just like, 
all right, I'm ready for the next song. And it's, you know, so you have to fast yeah, forward. Yeah, the, the art of doing that now, like back in the old timey CD days where you're like, well, how does this CD thing work? Now they go, oh no, we let it drag and we let the, we're, we're walking through the woods. Yeah. And then it bust into I the I mean, next there's track. the whole last track on this one is just, I mean, that's all, there's a couple of tracks like that. But, and those are fine because you can skip those easy. If you're just looking for hard rock and music. Yeah. But the problem with this, there's a few songs where there's like a minute of silence before a song starts up or a minute of See, just... See, that's my thing too. Is I was, bu- I was, I was, yeah, I was wondering, I mean, what's what's the point of some of these little bits? I feel like it's artistry. They're trying to create an, a, like a like an atmosphere mood, or stuff like that. Yeah. And that's fine. I, I mean, and that's their artistic choice. And I'm not trying to bash on a book. When I'm just trying to listen to music, it's a little tough. I love this album. It was, I mean, it's, I feel like it will be as strong as the second one once I get a few more listens under my belt. I like, I only had time to do it five. It grew on me. It did. It, in the, it, like the first, the, the first time I was just kind of like, all right, this is pretty good. This is okay. You know, just cause I knew, kind of knew it to expect, but the more I listened to it, the more I really got into it and kind of felt it a little bit more. But, uh, it sounds like you kind of did the same thing. I forgot Kenny Hickey was not involved with this. No, he's not. I listened to this album the first time through with with Kenny in my mind. Yeah, he's and going, not. That's Kenny singing and playing guitar uh-uh. with Johnny Kelly because that because it does have a that's very rich fucking typo negative feel to it. Yeah. And when I realized that Kenny wasn't involved, I went, I might hate this, <laughs> but. It it it's good. Yeah, uh-huh. it is good. It is, it's a good rock record. It's heavy. It's doomy. It's slow. It is, dare I say, if if uh, Lane Staley mm-hmm. survived, and you flushed every Allison Chains album after Dirt down the toilet, mm-hmm. but okay. had Lane Staley singing on this album, uh-huh. great album. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, he, no, but the thing is, or he Ian, made shitty albums great. Like, uh, what was that? But this is a solid rock Ma- record. But the the vocal kind of left me oh. hanging. Mm-hmm. But if you had Lane Staley on that, this would be number one. If you had Ian Ashbury, yep, Colt, the Colt, yep, a million albums sold. I agree. The the thing is, is I mean, I I totally see what you're saying. I don't think it needs that for me because I'm giving it a buy. You know, I'll, I'll give it. A, I'll give it kind of a low buy, but I feel like I it will. It I feel like too. it will. It will, because this is the same way it happened with this kind of album. With especially with the second album, it's like I listen to it a few times, but then I start really kind of getting into it. Here, I really time hate more to familiar. be a jerk. No, you're but, not. But it's fine. no, but I you gave it a buy. I, I give it a buy, but I, I, I was like, oh, it's Sal Abrascato singing on yeah. this. No, I want Kenny Hickey. I want, <laughs> I want this to be Seven Void. Seventh, seventh Void. void. The thing is, is when the Seventh Void album came out, they had that Heaven's a Lie song, or what was it called? Yo, Heaven's a Lie. I can't remember exactly, but I was like, man, would it be great if they had a different lead singer on that? And I'm not trying to be a dick. But Kenny, it does Kenny was great, you. but Kenny was like, I feel like he he just gave, like Peter Steele, obviously, you know, obviously a great front man with a great voice and he kind of filled in those little back and forth or background my first listen to this was obviously man if peter was there oh it's funny because i listen to next fucking tuesday baby (laughs) he'd be going 
Hello, Grammy Awards. Yeah. yeah. So I listened to this and I'm like, this is really it's funny because what what was the song? I haven't I didn't even I haven't even looked at my notes yet. The they have the ones. song called Lay with the Wicked, which is the one we played. Yeah. And they sing la 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 they, like I said, straight out straight out of Set yeah. Me on Fire. So I listened to this, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. So I went to go listen to Set Me on Fire by Top of Negative, and I'm like, man, that's just another level. That's that's yeah. just another level, and it's yeah. Tip. Even if Peter would have went Hey, we got this band we're doing on the side we'd like you to sing for. Yeah. You don't even have to write shit because it's <laughs> apparent that he wrote a lot of the fucking music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Peter's still going, coming in and laying vocals for this album. Perfect. Forget about it. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't I mean, you wouldn't be able to differentiate it, really, from uh, Typo Negative, I think. I mean, it, well, that's basically true. be the same that's thing. So. I give it a buy. I give it a buy. I give it a strong buy. Okay. That's awesome. I loved it. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep listening to it for sure because this one this one I I know if I keep listening to it I'll enjoy it more and it'll mean more to me. Blah blah. blah. And it it really did that for me too. I mean I listened to it the first time through and did not like it. Okay. And then I the second time I went all right yeah I do like it. I feel like when when stuff is really slow and you know it takes a minute to kind of to for them to like get somewhere with the song. Yeah. It it does. It takes a little bit more listens more familiarity with it and, and then once you get there you're like oh shit because i can listen to their middle album which name of course i forgot lay my soul to waste i could i could listen to that straight through 100 times so it's great yeah well i got some trivia you want some hell yeah is it about my cbt mom no it's about ricky's mom oh uh. ricky's cbt mom cool this is some coma Oh, okay, right. We're talking about a movie tonight where okay. a young gal may or may not be in some situation where she's in a coma. Okay. Uh, and it was a comma. She may or may not. Good one. Yeah. She may or may not <laughs> giggle and have, have good times when she kills. Sure. But. But. Nevertheless, let's get into some coma. Let's do it. Trivia. Let's do it. 1978 film IMDb gives it a 6.1 directed by Richard Franklin, mm-hmm. Psycho 2 director. Mm-hmm. A comatose hospital patient harasses and kills, though his powers of telekinesis to claim his private nurse as his own. Okay. This is an Australian movie. And it's it's a the movie is named after a dude. It's just like a guy's name. You are very right. And I'm having a hard time. Stars coming up. Robert Helpman. Was he? Ju- was he Julia, the guy in- Julia Blake and Bruce Barry? And you are very right. You are on the money. Yeah. So he was. He was. What in- is the name of the man that this movie is? What named year after? was it? A seventy-eight. Nineteen seventy-eight. It's. An, I think it's an Australian movie. Six point yeah. one. Paul Hogan. It's just one. Richard it's just Franklin, one name. It's just one name. He was the guy that directed Psycho Two. Okay. Um. Are you holding out for dramatic effect? No, I honestly, I, I knew it's funny because when you said coma, I went into my own headspace. I shut my eyes. So I'm like, he's gonna bring up this one, and I was right. But and I'm like, remember his name? It's like, uh, it's like Arthur, or it's not Arthur because Arthur was it's uh, just one name. It's it not was a wonderful names. movie. By the way. How about that Christopher Cross? Schliggity-dung between the sing and New yeah, York City. I know it's crazy, but, but it's true. true. Uh, it's, uh, oh my gosh, it's just a white guy's name. It's yeah. like uh, Just a first name or first and last? Just a first name. 
Uh, Ted. No. Uh, Steve. No. Keep going. Uh, go down Brett. the alphabet. Brett. <laughs> no. Charles. Oh, Charles. Like Dexter. Ward. Edward. Um, Frank. I could do this all night, but I'm having George. a hard time. Are you taking a deuce? No, no, Herbert. Yet. Give me, give me, give me ten, ten more seconds. It's uh, Jack, Robert Helpman, Julia I know Blake, guy. and Bruce Barry. In the movie, the guy is literally he's killing people from his comatose state. Crap, I cannot remember the name. Franklin. No, Harvey. I'll take this. Patrick. Oh, oh crap! See, I knew if you would let me get to the peas, I, I, I totally I would have said Patrick. I knew it. Dang it. Fun nugget. Would have been my the first film pee. has several subtle references to Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho 1960. Ironically, it would be this film that would that was screened for Universal Studios when they decided to hire this director, Richard Franklin, to direct. Psycho 2. Which didn't come out till what? Like 83. Yeah, exactly. Like it came out 23 years later. Hmm. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Dang it. Okay. 1969. I knew. I I knew it. Ah, crap. Here we go. No, you were very. Yeah. I mean, I was going, damn. (laughs) This guy's got it. Then the air got thinner. Only thought in my mind. 1980. Number two. 1983 film. IMDb gives it a 7.2. What? Oh, my God. Hey. Wait till you hear this director's name. Okay. And hold your answers till the end. Okay. David Cronenberg. Okay. Johnny Smith wakes from a coma due to a car accident. Oh my God. Only to find he has lost five years of his life and yet gained psychic powers. Foreseeing the future appears to be a gift at first. But ends up yeah. be causing a hell of a lot of problems. Yeah. You ready? Do you need some stars or uh, no, stars? I got Martin it. Sheen. Yeah, Martin Sheen and uh, Christopher Walken. I don't. That was it. That was that was my Brooklyn accent. I. It's called the Dead Zone. Dead up, buddy. The radio. That's right. All right. Okay. What See, was that Cronenberg our- movie where there's like a bunch of like mutants and stuff? Um. I, was I mean, what brood? movie is yeah, brood. Yeah, the brood? Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've never seen it, but someone told me I should. Is it you worth should watch, watch every? There was one movie. What was it called? It was it was called the uh, Doppelganger, oh, something like that. I can't remember what it was, but they're two gynecologist twin brothers. Oh yeah, and it was played by Jeremy Irons. And we talked uh, about that one. Of our, uh, t- yeah, we questions. talked about that. Was one. it? That was called the. Uh, it was called the. Uh, I can't remember. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a weird one. I caught that in the last two weeks. So yeah. I think it was like the Fister brothers. Yeah, what or something. was that? The, the Fisters. I think yeah. that's what it was called. The Fisters. Mister Fister. The Fister sisters. Gotcha. Uh, Dead Zone. Uh, 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 fun Nugget. Director David Cronenberg had to reshoot the scene in which John Smith has his first premonition. It showed a little girl's room burning and a small ET doll. Could Licensing be si- issues. Could be seen on the shelves. The scene had to be reshot when Universal Pictures threatened. Gotcha. A loss. I really wish I got Patrick so right now because I'd be off to a great start. Now I'm only yeah. off to an okay start. Number three. Here we go. Number three. 2008 film. IMDb gives it a 5.6 directed by Joel Bregeval. Bregeval. A woman's life 
is thrown into chaos after a freak car accident sends her husband and brother-in-law into comas. Thrills arrive after the brother-in-law wakes up thinking he is the brother whom is fucking the wife. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Stars Sarah Michelle Gellar, Lee Pace, and Michael Landis. The Return? I, that's the only one I know with her in it. I don't think I know the name of this movie. Are you the, taking... The Returned? No. The the Retard? Not even close. The Retard. I don't know then. I don't know. Oh, Possession. Oh, no, crap. 2008 Possession, Michelle... Didn't we just talk about Possession? Sarah Michelle Gellar. Different one. The weird part is, is the 2000s are my toughest time. Because there were so many movies that came out that I didn't feel like I wanted to watch. Yeah. I have seen that, but it's probably been since 2000. And you just barely watched it. Yeah. Well. Well, and there's like 15 movies called Possession. Yeah. Well, name, I should have made it easy. Name all 15 possession. of them. Possession, Possession. Okay, well, there was Possession, <laughs> Russia. Uh, we're going to get you in oh, Possession. I'm taking the biggest in, uh, dump on this. Man. Jesus. I didn't know that one. I, I don't think I knew that one. You can still win. You can still you pull can it still out. You can still win. I can still win, but... I still feel remember, like you can win. Remember when I was like, oh, yeah. And then you said Sarah Michelle Gellar, and I'm like, that's not the one I was thinking of. <laughs> Fun nugget. This was an American remake of a South Korean horror film called Addicted. No kidding. Only four years earlier, Sarah Michelle Gellar was would take Grudge. on the role of Karen in the American remake of Juwon, a.k.a. The Grudge. Interesting, uh, interestingly enough, Ritzy, hold on to yourself. Interestingly enough, Sarah Michelle Gellar gets extremely gassy anytime she eats Asian food. (laughs) Not weird. Who doesn't? I mean, who doesn't? Come on. That's an IMDb uh, interesting question. (laughs) Number four. I just made that up. 2000 film IMDb gives it a 6.3, directed by Tersim Singh. Hmm. An FBI agent persuades a a social worker who is adept with a new experimental technology to enter the mind of a comatose serial killer in order to learn where he has hidden his latest kidnapped victim. Do you need who stars? Vincent D'Onofrio and Jennifer Lopez. Are you prepared to give an answer, sir? What is it? The cell. The radio. Look at that. As soon as you said J-Lo, I was like, oh, it's a yeah. <laughs> Well, I had this. I had, uh, it stars uh, Marion uh, Jean Baptiste, Colton James, and that big old dunk dunk Damn. Yeah, she Vince got a big too. old trunk in the donkey dunk. <laughs> Jenny from the Left block. Eye Lopez. That's that's a different, different person. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's uh, from TLC. One's got a sweet ass. The other one died in a helicopter. Yeah. Uh, died of AIDS. Yeah, she. Wow, she burned Jesus. up Andre Risen's house because she. Yeah, she died in a helicopter. Though no, that she? was Mo- Monique or Monica. Oh no, that was uh, yeah, that was uh, she had a Disney show. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, Monica. I think was no, it was uh, Moesha. No, not Moesha. it was Moesha. No, Moesha is alive and well. Yeah, it was what it was what another about Raven. It was another black singer that died in the plane crash. Are you talking about the uh the one from uh 
Uh, Alicia. Oh uh, yeah, what's I mean, her name? Something like that. No, Precious. she she married uh, the one from R. Kelly uh, at fifteen. No, the one from uh, the the that vampire movie. Oh Queen yeah. Of the Damned. yeah, yeah, yeah. Aisha. I I have no idea. They're all the it's, same. Yeah, movies. Aisha. No, but yeah, and Queen she of the married Damned, R. Yes. Kelly. Now look at her. Oh, She's dead. She, well, that's that's a that's a stretch. But uh, this is the winning question. I'm two and two. Uh, here's a fun nugget. At around the one hour and three minute, when Catherine Ripping out your nose Je- hairs? yes, when Catherine Jennifer Lopez talks to talks with Carl Vincent D'Onofrio while he is cleaning his first victim, the scenery resembles the music video "Losing My Religion" <laughs> by the Grammy Award winning band REM. That video was Boring. directed by. Hold on. Wait for your brains Seem? to explode. This film's director, Tarsim Singh. <laughs> All I'll right, see All you right. in hell. That's right. <laughs> I, if I got Patrick, I would be. I would be done. I'd be winning. Yeah. I'd be one. But you're done. Crap. Let's go. Let's go. Number five. Ooh. For all the marbles. Ooh, this is very recent. Oh dear. 2018 film. Ooh. IMDb gives it a 6.9. Directed by Alex Garland. After a biologist's husband reappears in a coma state and is held by a top-secret government agency, the biologist puts her name forward for an expedition into an environmental disaster zone. She's hunting. Oh, I know it. She's uh, hunting for answers about her husband's state. Yeah, but her? does not Natalie find Portman. what she's expecting. I thought it was a girl from the girl who kicked the hornet's nest or No, nope, Natalie Portman. Ooh. Wait a minute. No, what? it is. It is. It's it's no, it's not Natalie Portman. Yes, Hold it on. is. 100%. Wait, is it? Geez, what? Is it? Well, I know the name of the movie, but yeah, it's stars Benedict Wong. Hey, all right. Jennifer Jason Lee. <laughs> In the nineties, John Daly. What's a, what's a girl's name though? What's a girl's name? Is it which or which one of us is right? You guys will have to figure that. It's out. It's Annihilation. Yeah. Turn oh, you're saying up, that? up no, the, the radio. radio. No, but but what was the main girl's name? It was no, it was like, Gen, uh, it was uh, Natalie Portman. Oh, I lost. I lost that. Here's thing. the fun nugget. Natalie lost. Portman. Oh, wait a minute. Wait till you hear this. Oh. It's going to excite she you gets and delight you. Chinese food too. <laughs> Natalie Portman had stated earlier. Oh, listen to this! Won't this be fun? In her career, that she'd never be in a horror movie. She changed her mind to appear in Black Swan, two thousand ten. Yeah. That wasn't a horror, but it was. Movie. You know what? That was filmed by a DSLR camera. And Go this on. film as she really wanted to work with the filmmakers. Scheduling conflicts prevented her from being in Pride and Prejudice and And Zombies Zombies 2016. She auditioned for that movie, and she won the audition. Why Why would you have Natalie Portman audition, by the way? I mean, isn't it just like, yeah, we know what you can do. Come get it. Pride and Prejudice. Because people are going to watch your movies. I never saw that, by the way. I didn't either. It was PG-13. Interesting. Isn't it interesting that she would say she'd never want to be in a zombie movie? Yeah, you know. And then she tries out. It's right here. (laughs) She tried out for Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Won the audition. Gotcha. But then couldn't make it. I know. I'll see you in hell, Natalie Portman. (laughs) I'm the big winner. I feel good about that one. You win. 
Whew. Even after even after the Patrick debacle. You guys, have you ever listened to the or seen the Natalie Portman rap, the Saturday Night yeah. Live skit? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, what? she what says suck it? my dick, so everyone thinks it's so hilarious. Oh, she, she says said a that? lot of stuff. Yeah. She said, and suck my dick. And it's like, now you don't have a dick. Maybe you do. I mean, it's 2019. Maybe everyone does now. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you never know. All right. So. Don't assume genders. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a trailer for a Lucio Fulci film, one that I had not Lucio seen Fulci. before. This is the yeah. first time I've seen it. And uh, just wait till after you hear this to uh, find out what we thought about it. All right, you just heard the trailer for Enigma from 1987. I said 1982 earlier. I meant 87. The, the computer cut it off, and I thought it was a 7 or a 2, but it was actually a 7. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Fucking idiot. Hey, what's up with that A hugging that E so hard? Uh, Good question. I mean, what is that? <laughs> A-E-N-I-G-M-A? I don't know. That's some kind of a European or something. I don't know. Tool did that with that album, yeah. and uh, this movie did that. Want to Google times, it? So like, let's, see if, let's see if I can Google it real quick. Google, what's up with that A hugging that E? Let's <laughs> see what comes up. Please Google that exactly. <laughs> what does that mean? Okay, it is. Some here, kind here of French fucking thing. In some Nordic languages. Oh. Uh, blah, blah, blah. A-E is an actual honest-to-God letter of the alphabet up near the end alongside of other blah, 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 blah. And did Lucio Fulci know this? I have no idea. It's a liturgical diagraph. Oh, my gosh. I'm not reading that anymore. I'm going to destroy all that. Anyhow, so is that A and E that are making sweet love in IGMA? It's that Nigma. Yeah. By the way, you missed the the opening when we actually listened to some Enigma. Does it have the in the trailer? Does it play that song? No. Oh no. That, I don't know. I By the way, are you sure you don't want to give Ricky a little burst of? Do you want it? Okay. Enigma? Why not? I mean, because he missed it, but a beautiful little jam. Let's see. Oh wait. Oh, is I'm... this in the opening? Another ad. We did yeah, this twice. There's an ad, YouTube but TV. by the Welcome way, here's the Enigma. And this has this is related to the movie or no? not at all? Oh, not at all. I just played it because it's chill. It's chill. Let me let me rub your shoulders. Oh, doesn't that feel comforting? Mm-hmm. Now let me let's get the French lady talking. Go, go a little lower, a little lower. Oh my goodness! A little, a little lower. lower with my hands. Uh-huh. Here, we go. here we go. This is the sexiest part here. Down here. Whoa! Look at this big <laughs> hog. Look at this big hog that I'm jerking. Oh off. yeah. Dutch rudder is in effect. Jesus. Oh. I didn't the, know you would have a giant hog in your pants. You did a double, double Dutch rudder. 
And she's a very beautiful woman that I'm looking at right now, too. Yeah. Hey, this is. I remember her going. She's from That little whistle. Wop, 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 wop. I don't know I who go. is listening to that. Uh, We were. I know, but like honestly, someone was just like bumping that in their car. I used to listen to that all the time back yeah. in the nineties, really? man. Yeah, right, why not? I had dope. the t- I had the CD probably. I don't know, maybe a tape. I don't remember. Probably I like Dido <laughs> too, huh? Oh yeah. Oh, what was that one? Yeah. Uh, what was Dido, it? What was her big hit? Yeah. Dido had a good hit. What was that song? Come on, hit me. Hit yeah, me I'd love it. Hit it on the oh, fucking oh juice box. Ah. We're doing it. I'd love to hear some Dido because I know she had the hit. That I went, yes. It was, uh, oh shoot, let's go to yeah, video. Nail it. Hit it, it. Was, Grammy Award winning. Didn't she sing this with? Yeah, Eminem. It was the stand. I want to thank you for giving me the best day. Yeah, who was it? Eminem? Oh shoot. Well, that was the stand. Yes. We're pumping it. She's one of those wispy 90. 90- 123 million views. Jeez. What's his name to this too? Uh, Eminem and Eminem. and uh, then she came out. But what was oh, Elton John did it too? Let's try that. Sounds like something Elton John would do. Eminem on this fucking t- he he fucking took advantage of her with a great what? Get out of here. She had a great jam there with that song. Yep. Yeah, he raped it. He raped a great fucking song. It's called Billboard Rape Charts. Yeah. Oh, this is when they did a duet. Come on, it's great. Rape. Oh, my gosh. You rape the fucking song. It's called raping a song. You take a Billboard chart fucking hit. Hey, easy. Rappers right now are upset with you. Earth, Wind, and Fire. And then you rap over the top of a great fucking song that's already been didn't a hit. didn't Sean Puffy Combs do a thing with the police yeah or yeah. something so it's like rape oh okay as long as we're as long as we're getting it everywhere yeah all right Enigma gets a five point zero on uh, IMDb it was written and directed oh, really? by Lucio Fulci and if you guys don't know Lucio Fulci by the way I'm I am having our time anybody listening to this podcast right now has not heard of Lucio Fulci yeah sixty six writing credits sixty directorial credits. I shouldn't have to tell you what he's written, what he's directed. You should be ashamed of yourself if you don't know. Uh, although this is the first time, like I said, that I've seen this one. The Italian Godfather of Gore. It's funny because he, he's kind of known for that, but he's done westerns. He's done Gialli, Sexy Saxophone, and the Lady Part Thrillers. Remember that one? What? Yeah, there, he has this movie called Honey... Oh, my gosh. Now I'm chitting Honey, the- I sax the kids. <laughs> no, it was... Uh, Oh my gosh! Hold on. Uh, this is this is the worst. Honey, I sacks the kids. This is the worst Honey, episode we've ever man. done. Sweet honey. Sweet honey. Uh, the- devil's honey. Yeah, it was the devil's honey. Where basically the first scene. So there's some has- ladies. Have you seen this? Some ladies like stand. There's some dudes like recording a saxophone. She comes in, lifts up her dress. He puts the saxophone on her vagina, mm. and then he plays it. And it's like, oh my goodness! I watched that with Jenny once. It's I would true. love to see oh that. Gosh. What would that do to a penis if you put your penis and balls <laughs> in a saxophone? Mine wouldn't fit. Is the problem? Mine, I would in that stuck. giant hole. Yeah, that's of what the I saxophone? said. That's that's You're a like, lie. Sorry, that's a lie. That's a lie. Oh, maybe I if that. I tried to stick it in sideways, then my, it might get stuck. My, my juicy, my 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 <laughs> pubis hair and balls and 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 penis inside of a saxophone <laughs> while that guy was gone. But do you know another movie that we did of his? 
early on, like one of the first episodes. City. The New York Ripper. Oh, yes. The sleaziest of yeah. all sleazy movies ever known to man. May, is it the best Lucio Fulci movie ever? No, because I love the I love the the uh, House by the Cemetery. I love City of the Living Dead and the Beyond. Though I those I think those three are my faves probably. Yeah, but I mean whatever, you you can like what you like. Yeah, we're not going to judge you. I love City of the Living Dead. Yeah, we saw that in Trash and it was great. It's 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 actually nice seeing like the big old you know with people. Seeing these old ones, I'm not going to go watch new movies because people are assholes now, but I'm talking about watching these yeah. old ones at Cinema Trash. They're great. Jared Martin stars as Dr. Robert Anderson, Laura Lambert, Lamberti, as uh, Eva Gordon. Eva. Eva. Uli Renthyler as Jenny Clark, Sophie Dolan as Kim, and a bunch of other people who I cannot, I don't know which one is assigned to which name. Right. This movie potentially has one of the most bizarre openings of all of history, and it has to do with the, the song that we played. Uh, a woman's getting dressed up by one of her friends and probably her fun gay friend. I, I assume that he was... Who like, knows? I mean, I, I, just, I made that assumption. She gets all gussied up to go out with this hunk, and she gets in the car, and he's smooth talking to her. They park in the car and start moving towards heaven. Uh, la sexual intercourse. Hey. You know, the thing is, is that... She, She's just waiting for the answer. And the guy goes, hey, I thought we would just hang out here. And she went, oh, Kevin, I was wanting the same thing. No, she's, st- yeah, she started, uh, oh, my gosh, I've waited all my life for this. Turns out Kevin, or whatever his name was, was the gym teacher, the, uh, what do you call that, the yoga teacher, calisthenics no, teacher. Is he? That's the same guy, yeah. Was it? I'm pretty sure I it was. I don't think it was. I'm pretty sure it was. Well, he looks very similar, if not him. Okay. I thought, I don't remember. I thought it was. Anyways, I think it was too. It turns out she's mic'd up, and her and the, everybody, the other students at the school are all in different cars. They're listening to the whole thing. And if that wasn't bad enough, the shit this woman says during it is very weird. And ah, uh, yeah, but like I said, I have it in my notes. The dude was a gym teacher at St. Mary's College, where they all go. He was being an asshole, and in all the other cars, he mic'd him up, and then uh, they were listening to it. Then all of a sudden, they turn on their lights. All the kids in the other cars, right? Turn on the lights. She runs out, trying to. She figured out what's going on. The cars chase her down the road as she's running down this road in her heels. Right. Right. What a bunch of assholes. Well, it turned out bad because she gets hit by a different car coming the other way and ends up in the hospital in a coma. Yeah. Coma. The doc uses the weirdest electro paddles. By the way, I had to mention this because he he puts those little like you know remember it's like clear. Yeah. Oh, these ones were like little metal circles with handles, and they just went. And I'm like, that's not how that works, is it? <laughs> and how creepy was it that she looked the way she looked? Not nasty. Like cables. a scar. Anyhow, so she's there, right? She's she's in a uh, in a coma, and you see her POV at that moment as her spirit leaves her body, and it returned to the school where she went to in whatever. I don't know. It, I I can't read what I wrote there. I I feel like I messed up a little bit on my typing. Meanwhile, Eva, a beautiful young woman, is dropped off at St. Mary's College to the onlookers from their windows and three tightly dressed lady administrators. She walks up the steps. She turns in, uh, and basically she turns to, and from the girl. What? What am I writing? Am I turning into Shane? Yeah. What am I doing? I, I, I'm feeling like you're turning into me. Oh my gosh! Well, she get she goes in there. She's making her friends, and she's hot, and so she's like an instant hit. Um, and she's like even like I want to make out with as many men as I can while I'm yeah. here. Stuff like that. It doesn't take long. Mr. Vernon, the dude, the gym teacher, asks her out. 
By the way, how weird. I don't think that's the same guy that was in the car. Well, it, it, Tough shit. it may or may not be, but I'm almost positive it was. Jesus, Ricky. And she Sorry. goes out, of course. She goes out with him, right? Regardless of the warnings from her roommate, this guy is a higolo. Remember when he yeah. just like, I mean, grabs another girl's butt? Yeah, just like, <laughs> he's a like no, Yeah. He didn't have, he didn't she have goes, a, hey, and she, and by the way, she didn't have a fat ass. No, it was But she goes, very, I may have a fat ass. Right. But if you touch my, but there was ass no again, HR back in those I'll days. The good old days. Fucking eyes out. <laughs> the, the good, good old, old days, days, right? So he goes out with her. Uh, actually, he was going to meet her at uh, at the gym, but in the dude's getting ready, he's like testing out the beds and stuff. He's like, "Oh, there's a little like yeah, sofa like here." And then all of a sudden, Mary, uh, a lady, the the cleaning lady, scrubbing the floor, creepy looking. Yeah, she she's is. interested. She's into cleaning, <laughs> like hard. She's like, core. I need to clean. After hours, even right. when the even when the clock clicks, you know, she's probably a meth head. And he wa- he wants to get rid of her because he's like, I'm gonna bone down. Yeah. I need you to leave. Okay. Well, guess what? Uh, I, I also have to say she she's an older woman who seems paranoid and retarded. <laughs> Eva shows up and she has red glowing eyes. But before she comes in, Mister Vernon walks up to the mirror and the reflection in the ballet room mirror. Comes out and strangles him to death. I don't know what I was doing when I was typing these notes, by the way. I don't know what the shit, why yeah, this is. You might have been hammered. <laughs> I don't think I was. I don't know what happened. Maybe I was distracted. But, um, so dude, dude's reflection is coming out of the mirror and killing him, right? But as that's going on, back at the hospital, uh, Kathy, the girl in the coma, her EKG line spikes. I, I think it wasn't her EKG because that's a heart thing. I think this is her brain monitor. Yeah, but, brain. Yeah, but she's going, oh, my, they're going, wait a minute. She was experiencing violent emotion. Yeah, we're seeing some 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 weirdness in her fucking monitors, and she's smiling. Mr. But wait a minute, yeah, that was she's, always weird. She's almost dead. And basically, well, she was brain dead. They said, "Yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying." She's like, "There's nothing going on. She's brain dead." But why is all this activity all of a sudden happening? And why is she smiling? And why is she, you know, whatever? She seems to. Indeed- they don't ever notice she smiles, do they? Yeah. Well, no, they, 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 they do they, later. Do they, on. they do notice? later on, not that time, but they do later on. Like, what's going on? Why is she smiling and enjoying this? So, basically, here's the story. We all know it's her spirit went into Eva, and Eva's taking out uh, revenge on this. It's kind of like a Carrie. It's a, uh, it's, it's a little bit of a Carrie thing. Is it a twisted thing, though? Because Between uh, Mop Mom that's and, uh, That's Kathy's mother. Yeah, and yeah. and the lady, the, right? Eva? Eva. Yeah. I don't know. I, They're sharing the spirit of the... The goodness. The good. I thought that it was just Eva with the spirit and the mom was watching over and she was so heart stricken. Yeah, but she had the red eyes. Eva did did the did the did the mom? Or Eva did. Oh my gosh. Did did I even watch this movie? The mom never had the red eyes. I don't think the mom ever had the red eyes. Yeah, the mom had the mom had the red eyes. He also thinks that it was two different dudes. Listen, sweetie pie. Mom (laughs) had fucking red eyes when fucking uh, Jim guy was slapping on the fucking on the titty pies. And the, the titty, titty pies. pies. <laughs> she <laughs> walked over going when he goes, yeah, pick up your fucking bucket and get the fuck out for the night. <laughs> she she gave him red eyes going, ping. You sure that wasn't Eva looking in yeah. on him? That's what I'm saying. No. Is there a double soul fucking situation? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just don't know. Eva you made me question mom. 
I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to verify that and get back to you. I feel like guys, call in three five three five one nine two seven three because I'm telling you, mom got red eyes going fuck you, bitch, with your muscles and your shit trying to get on Eva for the first night. Okay. In essence, this becomes a, a revenge movie, right? Because the the spirit of Kathy has gone on to gone into Eva and then. Uh, uh, killing off them one by one. It's kind of like uh, they're all going to laugh at you, except for instead of it, one giant ending kills her one at a time, right? <laughs> but uh, no, I, you know, it's uh, it's weird because it's just a really freaking bizarre movie. It's very non Lucio Fulci horror movie esque. There's a few like gore scenes, but not nearly not really as close. At all. Well, I mean, there was the. Here's the thing Lucio Fulci gore. You'll notice, remember the girl that got all the snails all over? There was like waxy titties and stuff like that. Yeah. He's like, all of his deaths look really waxy like that, you know, in the old days. Yeah, and there's like a disgusting even, weirdness to it. I can't even think of one like really gory part. No, no. For the not, most part, like I would say if they wouldn't have showed a, a nipple or here or there, it would it be PG-13? Well, uh, they showed uh, nipples with uh, Sylvester Stallone's shirt off. Yeah, and that that, was that's enough for me. Stallone. Yeah, <laughs> why is it the men get away with showing their fucking nipples? Because we, because they, uh, we can't give babies milk. Uh that's here's a fun <laughs> nugget that I remembered. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Lucio Fulci is right there. He's the detective. Yeah, he was a detective in the uh, when they when they found the uh, the teacher's body. The teacher's the body. That was belly. him. Yeah, I was, was like, him. oh my god, look. He at He does him. that there quite a bit in a lot of his movies, by the way. Does he? He even stars in his own movie called Cat in the Brain. He he's like an in, insane dude. He's crazy. He's like he could be the answer for one of those the, today's question of the episode, where it's like, who did a little too real? Yeah, Lucio Fulci in a Cat in the Brain. I haven't and, seen that, but it's, now it's I pretty wild. Watch it. It's pretty wild. It's better than this movie. Uh, I mean, what? So here's the thing. I feel like with these '80s Italian movies, right? They make a lot of weird decisions. Like, there's a lot of cheese dick stuff. Like, the way people talk to each other is not the way people talk to each other. Yeah. It's like the words they use, the things they bring is it up. Is a translation thing? No, it could be, but I don't know. I, I have no idea because... Yeah, I mean, there, it, there was this one really weird scene where she was like, they were talking about the girl's mother like having sex with someone. Like, who would have sex with her? Probably another retard. Or worse. And then Eva was like, what do you mean by worse? And then like it's a couple scenes happened, and then she says again, what did you mean by worse? It's like, what? <laughs> no, and it's it's just it's not like off putting, but it's like it's so weird. Huh, yeah, that's that's a weird yeah. choice. That's a that's a weird thing. Uh the the thing is this movie I listen, I love the look and feel of it. It's a nineteen eighties Lucio Fulci Italian movie. The way they filmed it, blah, 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 is great. I just, I mean, I love it, but that doesn't mean that the movie's good. And I don't think this movie's very good. What'd you guys think? It's not good. It's a turd. <laughs> For sure. It was weird. It was, I feel like this was just a, without, I mean, I was just like, what? Like a lot of times, just, yeah. just like a lot of little things. There was one cool part where a statue became alive yeah, for a second. Of. It was it was like, oh shit, something's going to happen. Oh, I didn't think that was going to happen. That's weird. I thought I was just going to like fall on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it turned all alive and it was, I don't know. This was not a fun movie for me to watch. I wish I, wish I could say more. Lucio Fulci, I haven't seen every one of his movies, but this has got to be, out of all the ones I've seen, probably my least favorite. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, it's two stars. I mean, I was going through like a Lucio Fulci like weekend and just going, oh, this is terrible. Let's see what this is all about. And it's on Amazon Prime for right. free. Free. Yeah. And you went, yeah, that's not good. Now, I'm bummed out because the cover of this looks awesome. 
Yeah. Like the like the cover, the DVD cover or whatever, the poster. I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be good. Turns out it wasn't good. I'm sorry, I don't mean to take a dump on it, but it's just like I I mean I'm glad I saw it mostly for that song that I know now. And I'm gonna be singing that like forever. Uh, forever. <laughs> and uh no, but I didn't really like this movie. There's a lot of stuff. I have a lot of like notes, like mostly about how inorganic the conversations were, how like weird everything was. That girl was hot though. Eva was super hot, I thought. Oh, yeah, for sure. She was. But other than that, I really would have skipped it. I'll just say skip it. You know, sorry. I mean, if you're a Lucio Fulci fan, there's a few things look and feel were, were good. But I feel like other than that, I could skip this and be totally happy. And who who serves escargot in a school lunch? Uh, the rich people in the Boston <laughs> St. Mary's College, apparently. And yeah, but by the way, if you're ever serving those, make sure that you keep your excess stash of uh snails off the bodies of the young women okay <laughs> how about that how yeah that? yeah yeah uh yeah i i don't really have much else to say it was and the uh, ending was shit uh yeah well of course i mean it's just like stop and like freeze that they do that a lot like <laughs> one of the best movies ever of his uh, City of the Living Dead. At the very end, you're like watching this great movie. Also, at the very end, they freeze frame like ah, and then it like cartoony looks like it's breaking glass and it falls and it's like oh shit, film. man. Yeah, it's it, I don't know that one. That movie's great. This movie not so much. City of the Living Dead. Yeah, and watch know. the Beyond too. They're both great. I want to check it out. But uh, I don't know. You guys got anything else for this? Yeah, yeah I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, I'd pass this one. But even though that sucked a big one, guess what? What? Next episode, we're going to have a whole new one that potentially could suck a big one. Yes. But we'll, see, but we'll see. So why don't we do this before we go? Let's do a question of the episode recap. Uh, like I said, Enigma, this movie, has an amazing opening credit song. You want to sing it for us one more time, Shane, before we go? Put what? Your makeup. He already already forgot it. Anyway, so the question of the episode is, what are some of the most amazing songs? Not necessarily the soundtrack, but songs that are in movies, in horror movies. Call it in 385-351-9273. 385-351-9273. You know what's weird is I'm still energized. I'm not even tired. Yeah, I know. But there you go. That's it. That's all we got. That's all we're going to make people suffer through. How about that? Oh, my heavens. Yes. All right, so for the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. Take it easy.